0: I You're made. listening to The Dollop. This is a bi weekly American History podcast. And each week, I, frisbee thrower. Oh, good
1: Lord. Dog owner. Oh, my God.
0: Elephant video watcher, mm-hmm. Dave Anthony, <laughs> reads a story from American history to his friend,
1: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about, except for this week when I think I do. Brought a little whiskey for this one, David.
0: So this episode is about Donald Trump, who uh, a lot of people have said we shouldn't talk about politics, um, but I don't consider him to be a politician anymore. Uh, I think he passed that by a long time ago. And I think that when you bring uh, the level of white supremacy he has in and when you uh, enjoy the sweet flavor of Nazis, then I really don't give a flying fuck about politics this isn't like me taking on Obama who I'm not a fan of or uh, Hillary or Rubio or Bush this guy's on another level and he is uh, a level of criminality we've never seen and a level of just insanity that should be talked about um, in in one body Um, so that being said uh, he likes to sue people he's a big fan of suing So, all of this information in here um, is allegedly true. Allegedly. Allegedly. See, we can all play that game. Um, Words are fun, and this is all alleged. Yeah. Some people are saying. Anyway.
1: I like that guy a little.
0: June 14th, 1946. Donald John Trump was born in Queens, New York. This
1: is so weird already. (laughs) This is the president.
0: The uh, fourth of uh, five children Okay uh, His parents were Frederick Christ Trump Whoa <clears throat> They went big Newsflash They went big <laughs> Wow I uh, mean The parents went big Why well,
1: even give a Yeah Christ is the middle name Yeah it went middle Okay
0: <clears throat> And uh, Mary Ann Trump Fred dyed his hair And kept it a little longer Than the average man Combing it in a Smooth wave Away from his head
1: Okay What does that mean? That he means. Had a...
0: Let me describe how Fred wore his hair. Okay. He dyed his hair. Right. And it was a little longer than average. Right. And he combed it into a smooth wave away Let's... from his head. Does that ring any.
1: No, I mean, the only thing I would think is like you were talking about the, Donald Trump, but he's got beautiful hair.
0: Fred's parents were German immigrants. His father died when he was 12 in 1918, and Fred spoke German. Okay. But said he was Swedish.
1: Okay, he, okay, sure, sure, sure. On Memorial Day in
0: 1927, fights erupted in New York, led by the Italian fascist movement and the Ku Klux Klan.
1: It's a
0: who's who. Two Italian men were killed by anti-fascists in the Bronx, while in Queens, a thousand robed Klansmen marched through Fred's Jamaica neighborhood, which also led to a huge brawl. Seven men in that fight were arrested. okay. One of those men was Fred Trump. What? According to the Daily Star quote,
1: Fred Christ Trump.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Quote on a charge of refusing to disperse from a parade when ordered to do so.
1: That's a hard. Uh, they and they say parade.
0: Yeah, it makes it sound like he was in something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. And that also quote. parade. I think we should start limiting parade to happier events.
0: Yeah, it's not a uh, parade ish. Yeah, there's Doesn't not balloons. The feel, uh, I would love it though if they were on the just on the outside of the Klansmen there was a clown. Yeah. Hey, cool. what
2: we well, I, well, I think I read the thing wrong. Wow. Well, what are we marching for, guys? Scruffles wants to know. That was loud. Uh, you okay, Aaron? Scruffles okay. wants to know what. Well, well, you guys want to see me pull a chicken out of my pants?
0: Scruffles, we're here to uh, march against black people.
1: <laughs> well, Scruffles doesn't hate blacks. Scruffles love everybody. You want to poodle balloon? No.
0: No.
2: I mean, I'll be honest. I've always liked white people better.
0: <laughs> okay, Scruffles, get yeah, in all here. Right. Can you make me a, a white balloon animal?
2: Oh, sure.
0: Just make it a guy.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm giving him weird hair.
0: Uh, so Fred was a successful real estate developer. He owned most of his money building low to middle priced homes and apartments in Brooklyn and Queens. Okay, but Fred was not a self made man. His mother Elizabeth started the Trump family business, and Fred, uh, a partner. Uh, she made Fred a partner when he was fifteen. The original name was Elizabeth Trump and Son. Okay. So he didn't. So, they, so we would say we would call that not a self made man. Right. Okay, right. When your mommy starts a business for you,
1: a, Elizabeth and son—that's <laughs> like on Shark Tank when a kid comes in and he's like twelve years yeah. old and he made like dog biscuits. Yeah, and they're like, he did it all by on, himself, on guys. his own. He's great. He's
0: just crazy. Uh, when FDR created the Housing uh, Federal Housing Administration in the nineteen thirties, Fred made use of the loan subsidies, cranking out homes. Okay. Uh, the Brooklyn Daily Eagle called him "quote the Henry Ford of home building." All right, he started slapping the name Trump on buildings he made.
1: Well, that's a genetic. He
0: uh, in July 1939, he had a 65 foot yacht covered in Trump signs pull up close to Coney Island. Uh. And Blair the Star Spangled Banner. Whoa! And God Bless America repeatedly. Oh, wow. All right. So he does love America. Uh, this forced some bathers who didn't want to be seen as unpatriotic to stand and salute over and over and over.
1: Ah, oh, that is actually a great prank. You, we should be doing that now to just like pull up and just like press people on their patriotism <laughs> by just cranking the Star Spangled Banner. I'm mean, the best. It really. It's all of
0: these guys who are complaining about people taking a knee. We should just go wherever they are and just start cranking the. What
1: does it matter? You taking knees? I'm on vacation. Well, stand up. Stand up. You love it. I've always found it strange how we have to stand up for the nat. The fact that you even play the national anthem before a sporting event has always seemed a little bizarre.
0: Wouldn't it make more sense in America for when you played the Star Spangled Banner or God Bless America that you would just sit around and eat?
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's when you get a mug of nacho cheese. Yeah. Well, hurry up, Star Spangled Banner. Che- get the cheese ready. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Fred, for that, Fred was given a summons and, uh, for advertising without a license and fined $2. Okay. But so he was, would, he was doing it to drive people to his new homes or whatever. But
1: he's also associating himself with, with a red-blooded patriotism. Fuck yeah, he right. Is. Right. Uh,
0: Donald grew up in a 23-room house. Good Lord. Like most of us. Uh, Good God, 23? Yeah. yeah, his dad built it. Um, no wonder
1: the White House is a dump to him.
0: <laughs> it's like, this dump, it's only 18 bedrooms. Uh, it had nine bathrooms. Uh, it seems a little light for 23. Well, there's seven people in the family. Okay, <laughs> wow. So okay. someone was double shitting.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. going to say it was Donald. I think we know, yeah, I think we know who. It's the guy eating all the chicken skin.
0: Uh, so it was in uh, the posh neighborhood of Jamaica, Queens. Okay. Trump. The Trumps had a cook. A African American chauffeur. Okay. Uh, an intercom system, intercom system in in the house, and sure. uh, at this time is kind of crazy. And a color television before most people even had a television.
1: Well, wait, I thought they didn't like colors. <laughs> Not those kind of colors. Oh, sorry.
0: There were also e- early adapters of the custom license plate. Their two Cadillacs had license plates FCT one and FCT two.
1: Fred, Christ, Trump. Right.
0: I would have just gone with one and Christ. two. So, uh, isn't that
1: illegal advertising?
0: Just saying you're Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, was he? We'll find out, I guess. We will find out after this message. <laughs> Talk space. Um, so, Donald's mother, Mary, was a Scottish immigrant. She loved attention and thrust herself to the center of social gatherings. She was always impeccably dressed and, quote, had a flair for the dramatic and grand. Okay. It's so um, it
1: is so even all it already is so interesting yeah. <laughs> to know like what he's around as a kid.
0: Donald would later credit uh, his mother's love of pomp and circumstance as an inspiration for his ultimate showman style. Sure.
1: No, I think everyone thinks of him as a showman. Yep. Big showman.
0: The Chumps forbade their children from cursing and calling each other by nicknames.
1: Okay. I'm yep. Sorry. Yep. Go ahead. You're not uh, cursing. I get. Uh-huh. No nicknames. Mm.
0: (laughs) Donald was given a name. You can't call him Donnie. He was given the name of Donald.
1: What about Trump? That's a nickname. Uh, He's branded it.
0: Now it's later, but that's also his name. Like if you called him Trumpy or Trumpet, that would be upsetting.
1: Pumpkin Man. Anything? Mm? Nothing? No. Okay. Keep swinging.
0: Uh, Fred ruled, uh, quote, ruled with a steel will. A longtime friend, Fred said longtime friend said quote "It was not a loving atmosphere."
1: <laughs> oh boy oh, That's
0: he, sad. He was not a warm person. He was stern and formal. He wore a tie and jacket at home and had a well-cropped military type mustache. He would sometimes wear his suit to the beach. <laughs> okay <laughs> Wait So <laughs> that's
1: awful. I wear shoes to the beach. I'm like, this is a nightmare. A suit. gotta be dying.
0: I mean, yeah, there should be a funeral if you have a suit on at the beach.
1: You have to just be like, it has to, I mean, that to me, that feels like a punishment.
0: Hey, Fred, a little little formal or?
1: Uh, I think you're a little informal.
0: Uh, this is a white suit, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a linen. I am, uh, cutting loose today. Sure. Woo, this weather, Friends, huh?
1: Put your keys in my top head, kids. No nicknames either while
0: we're on the beach, goddammit. Well, yes, I do have my wallet. Yeah. Right here in my breast pocket. Fred always wanted to impress people with his brain. Uh huh. And would dare people to give him enormous numbers so he could calculate them in his head in front of them.
1: And was he good at it? Because that to he me must would have be been. just the best if it was terrible. He must
0: have been, but also that is a sign that you might be batshit crazy.
1: Oh, I don't know, Dave. Give me two numbers
0: uh, four and nine. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was thursday. That was good. Yeah. Fred also had theories about life. He believed and taught his children uh, the idea of the racehorse theory of human development.
1: So he was a racist.
0: The Trumps were taught to believe there are superior people, and if you breed a superior man with a superior woman, you get superior offspring. Oh
1: boy, this is... uh, What? Jacket's off, so... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just not a great start.
0: Fred also believed that life was a competition, which meant there were winners and there were losers. Okay, pretty. It's um, just so weird. He called the winners killers, and this is how he ran the household.
1: The winners were killers. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, no nicknames though. <laughs> Careful, <laughs> easy, FCT. If you did not win, you lost. Meaning, uh, losing meant you were nothing, and that you didn't matter. So Donald always tried to be a winner. His brother said that if he built the tower blocks, Donald would just knock them down. Oh, well, now, that's telling. Now the- um, Was it Jenga?
1: Yeah. Okay. Early like, Jenga. He invented Jenga. Though, yeah. I
0: made Jenga. Jenga's mine. Um, so if you breed a superior man a superior woman and you get a superior offspring, that's also what um, we uh, would call eugenics. I was
1: going to say, it re- It is. It sounds like eugenics from uh, previous- It is eugenics. Uh, that's exactly what he's describing. So-, so well, I guess, and we are saying this man uh, is mildly uh, racist to some extent? Uh, sure, we
0: could say mildly. Okay,
1: sure. So then if you have, uh, that would make me think that you only wanted them to be with whites.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: I do, I'm i really good at doing math mm-hmm. in my head, yeah. as you saw earlier yeah, when I, I got 13, it. like a gun on my hip. Well, Aaron, you got I think 13, that. but sure. <laughs> well, I'm having a beer, Dave. I'm 13. <laughs> what do you want, man, huh?
0: Uh, On Sundays, the Trumps would attend Marble Collegiate Church in Manhattan, where the head pastor was Norman Vincent Peale, the author of The Power of Positive Thinking, a pillar of American self-help culture in the 1950s. Okay. Peale had a populist touch and was criticized as teaching simplistic answers and promoting the idea that difficult problems would be dealt with by repeating phrases. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. Okay.
1: Okay. That's uh, what uh? Uh-huh. <laughs> how does that work?
0: How does that work?
1: You just are just whatever. You just you have a mantra.
0: Well, I mean, it's a little I think
1: like transcendental meditation in a way.
0: It would be it would be like if you kept saying, "No, this is tremendous. This uh, drink is tremendous. This mm-hmm. drink is tremendous." Oh, boy. Hey, have you tried this tea? No. It's tremendous. Okay.
1: All right. It's is it tea-mendous?
0: tremendous? Tremendous. Tremendous. A lot of business executives were drawn to Peel and his can-do theology. So he was a a church man of God who business executives loved. He preached the business secret. Always a good sign. Right. And what Jesus ultimately was looking for.
1: Well, ultimately, Jesus was a businessman, if you think about it. I mean, think of all the profiting he did off of the lepers. Huge profit. I mean, that's, yeah. We're going to sell these arms. We're going to get rid of these legs.
0: Everything must go. The minister wrote, quote, I know that with God's help, I can sell vacuum cleaners. Oh,
1: God. Wow.
0: He became known as God's salesman.
1: At least we bury it better now. (laughs) Right? At least now we're selling, like, magic cloths and shit.
0: Uh, So Donald soaked all this in. Uh, When he was in elementary school, he was the tallest kid in his class, and he was very confident. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A former classmate said Donald was, quote, a little shit. Okay. While a neighborhood described him as, quote, a bully. Okay. Young Donald would not acknowledge any mistakes.
1: Well, I think we can all say it's nice that he shook that.
0: Yes. Once he called the popular pro wrestler Antonio Oroca Rocky Antonio, and he refused to give in when the other children pointed it out and then started to ridicule him. He insisted the wrestler's name was Rocky Antonio. Oh, boy. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) <laughs> this, is, this is mildly tough in a way.
0: <laughs> Much later in life, Trump would say uh, he is exactly the same as he was when he was five. It Quote, wouldn't
1: surprise me if, when he got money, he actually made a wrestler called Rocky Antonio and just be like, "See, yeah, From my
0: youth, that's the guy." Yeah. Quote: When I look at myself in the first grade and I look at myself now, I'm basically the same.
1: Good Lord. The why temperament would you say is that? not that different. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, even why? if you believe that, why would you say that?
0: Hey, man, I'm the same as I was at five. Dude, why'd you knock my blocks over? Hmm? Like, you should never, ever want to be the same when you were five because <laughs> the thing about being a a human is, there is a a tremendous amount of growth that occurs. Think of how, what you were like in first grade. It was a fucking asshole. Dude, I
1: remember so clearly when I was in first grade, or maybe a year before, pointing out to my teacher this picture I'd drawn of a dinosaur and a caveman, uh-huh. and her being like, no, they, they didn't hang out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Really?
0: That was pretty mean of her. Yeah. They they did hang out. And
1: then I also remember at that age
0: drawing a square
1: Mm -hmm. on a piece of paper and showing it to my mother very proudly, and she was like so let down that I was still like, squares are possible. (laughs) You believe it? I'm the same as I was then, though, Dave. Still excited when I draw a square.
0: Now Donald and his, and his uh, siblings were being raised in luxury. When it rained and Donald had to deliver his newspapers, the chauffeur would drive him around.
1: So what is, That's such an empty task. Why do that? What What is the, the lesson there? Is like I mean, we need him, get him a paper route, Jeeves.
0: It, it, it's just like part of learning a job is having to. That's the thing about a paper route. Like you got to do it every day sometimes you got to put bags around them and tie them up in a fucking rubber band and go deliver them in the fucking rain. Like, you're learning to deal with adversity. Right, In this case, not so much.
1: In this case, he was just in the backseat of, like, a Rolls Royce, just being like, I think that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fred insisted everyone learn the family business. He worked seven days a week and sometimes would put the kids in the car on a Sunday and drive them to a building site. Okay. Where... They would pick up unused nails and other items off the ground because nothing went to waste.
1: Okay, I'm, I don't find that that I mean that I mean okay. look, it's crazy. Yeah, but it, you could you could sure. argue there. It, that's not sending okay. a chauffeur on your paper route
0: for the time.
1: <laughs> crazy.
0: It's borderline insanity.
1: Okay, okay, get it out.
0: When an Italian family, the Schifano's, moved to Jamaica States, Fred Trump Jr. said his parents had quote. Panicked, because as Italians, the Schifanos were the first ethnic family to move into the neighborhood. Nobody fuck them.
1: <laughs> Nobody fuck the Italians.
0: Wow. I just love the idea of p- being panicked because Italians have moved in. It. Italians? And, yeah, no, it's fucked up. I hey, I'm mean... Mr. Trampa. Hey, we got to keep a meat bar in your driveway. Hey, hey,
1: you let me know if you got any single ladies, huh? Oh uh, No, we don't. Oh, surely there's got to be a single woman around here. There's not. Don't fuck anything. What are you talking about? Hey, I like a single lady. Come on. All my single ladies.
0: <laughs> it's becoming Jamaican now. Yeah, it got a little weird. <laughs> In December 1950, folk singer Woody Guthrie signed a lease at the Beach Haven apartment complex Uh-oh. owned by Fred Trump.
1: Hippie. Hippie alert. It didn't take long. Long hair. But, uh, well,
0: It didn't take long before Guthrie was, quote, lamenting the bigotry that pervaded his new lily-white neighborhood. He wrote a song about Fred Trump. What? With the The lyrics, I suppose old man Trump knows just how much racial hate he stirred up in the blood pot of human hearts when he drawed that color line here at his 1800 family project.
1: So rhyming wasn't a big thing. No, for they didn't either. care about rhyming. They yeah. just making a point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to get a rhyme in there. Okay, so he he moves in and he is right away just like, wow, this is white-topia. Wow, Fred Trump's a motherfucker yeah. is what he says. okay.
0: This would now, this would, these would be different lyrics today. Right, for sure. So Guthrie believed Fred Trump stirred up racial and hate and profited from it and that blacks were not welcome in the apartment complex. Okay, so that's- and he got that impression because he saw no blacks in the
1: apartment. <laughs> Correct?
0: That would, yeah, that would. Right. Be a okay. Big okay. Right. In the seventh grade, Donald and a friend would take the subway.
1: Seventh grade. Take- I do. This is like a. This does feel like time traveling. This sure. one.
0: <laughs> uh, they would take a subway into Manhattan without their parents' permission. They bought switchblades, wanting to be like the gangs in the Broadway hit West Side Story. Okay cute cute. when Fred found the knives and learned of the trips to the city it was his breaking point with young Donald. Donald was sent to the New York Military Academy a boarding school 70 miles away he did not tell any of his friends that he was going, he was just gone one day. Okay. Normal Sure, okay at the academy life was strict he had suddenly gone from a life of luxury with a family to military life. His superior would smack cadets with an open hand if they ignored him. And he set up a boxing ring and made students with poor grades and disciplinary problems fight each other. Wow! Wow! Like a gladiator situation. Good Lord. Just, yeah, just your typical... typical children being gladiators so then
1: you just have the the children who are performing well go in the ring and then the other kids who are performing well just sit there and watch
0: yeah yeah the kids who perform well would watch while the kids who uh, weren't good at things would beat each other up Jesus. i find it's helpful if uh, a child isn't doing well at math to have a child not doing well at english beat the shit out of
1: them look dave i couldn't empathize with someone who couldn't be good at math remember earlier you said four and nine and i immediately human calculated mm-hmm. it 13 okay. 13 but, uh, but didn't it didn't he did trump box during that because i feel like no, i heard trump. something like somewhere that he did he called himself an amazing boxer at some he point was in
0: or a, he, he was a good athlete but okay. he um he was a good athlete yes okay uh, trump uh, sort of thrived in this environment of rigid right military Discipline, sort of structure right. he wanted to be noticed he wanted to be recognized and he liked compliments so it well, all he's, worked well, well he's changed a former classmate described the school as quote a culture of hazing but Don thrived here he liked that there was a medal and prize for everything huh well
2: shit
1: Dave I, I, I'm not gonna defend this guy on every point I like a medal too yeah so okay. does you know
0: what else my <laughs> dog does yeah <laughs> my dog likes a like a prize yeah, for
1: everything that's nice yeah Um, But if after every podcast you gave me a medal, I'd be like, thanks, man. (laughs) I did do good. Thank you, man. Thank you. I just have a big drawer of them. You see that? I did good.
0: Look at this. Donald won medals for neatness and got good grades. Okay,
1: now I'm going to turn on what I said. Uh, Those (laughs) are weak medals. Look how neat, I am.
0: He did well on the baseball and football teams. Classmates described Donald as a blend of friendly and cocky. He was promoted steadily but unremarkably in his first four years. One day he found a roommate's bed unmade on inspection duty. Oh, nothing gets me mad. And he got into a fight, and Donald tried to shove him out of a second-floor window. Oh shit! But that happens. That's just does that happen? That's just don't like that in my house. That was that's very much a common like don't have a messy bed, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. I'll, or I'll kill you. <laughs>
1: oh, because I right okay. I remember yeah. now. You've told me you have thrown Finn out the window a few times. Yeah,
0: yeah. He he has. Uh, He's in a wheelchair,
1: but you know, he might be. But still, he can bounce a quarter off that bed. Bounce a fucking quarter off from uh, from his wheelchair. Yeah, right. Absolutely.
0: In his senior year, Donald was appointed to the prestigious position of captain of A Company. A fellow student said, "Quote: He was definitely privileged. That group of people got treated very much differently." Okay. Donald had a hands-off approach to the position. Uh, which led to underclassmen feeling at risk from all of the hazing that went on under his watch. Oh, God. When a cadet. And by the way, this is, this is like that era of hazing oh. is like brooms going well, holes. Well, it's just. just the, there was just a broom closet that they called the Asswood <laughs> yeah, Closet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like... Welcome to Asswood. <laughs> I graduated Asswood with a minor in neatness.
0: <laughs> when a cadet finally complained about hazing, uh, Donald was demoted. Or, as he calls it today, promoted. promoted. Whoa,
1: no, what? How? <laughs> genius. <laughs> okay.
0: More importantly, Donald was named uh, a ladies' man in the senior yearbook. Okay. Hugh Hefner was a role model for many of the cadets. Well, mm hmm. <laughs> Fred wanted all of his kids to go into the family business, and it was assumed Fred Jr. would take over. That's his older brother. Okay. Uh, but when uh, Fred Jr. ordered new expensive windows for a job instead of fixing the old broken ones, Fred Sr. lost his shit.
1: Yeah, he should just go to a work site and pick up old glass.
0: Right. Fred Jr. decided to become an air pi- airplane pilot instead.
1: Oh, wow. And is that, okay, did, he, he did?
0: I mean, that was apparently the breaking point, but yeah, after that he became an air, air, airline pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this opened the door for Donald to take over. Okay. Fred Jr. did not share the temperament or business interests of his father and brother. After the academy, Donald went to uh, Fordham University for two years and then to the Wharton School, which had a real estate studies department. Oh, can you imagine the joy of studying real estate at college? Mm. Just, Boy. just soaking in that mm. kind of awesome atmosphere.
1: Yeah. How yeah. much of that is devoted to just keeping sandwiches out when you're showing a house? <laughs> what would you do, Tracy? Um, I'd put out... Uh, I'm buckling. Uh, sandwiches. Cane her. Where are your photos? Uh, they're um, they, the um. Oh, goddamn it! No! Oh, yeah.
0: oh boy, did I just break everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he also uh, because he was in school, he got deferments from the uh, the draft because sure. there was a Vietnam situation happening. Right. Haven't heard of it, but okay. um, he also worked at the family business while he was in school.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, so he does work hard. It sounds like kind yeah, he's of right? a worker. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Donald worshipped Fred. Okay. He loves his dad. Sure. Uh, though a friend called their communication style quote very strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> quote. They were both talking supposedly to each other, but I was sure neither heard what the other was saying. That sounds.
1: Is that a conversation? They
0: talked right past each other.
1: Is that a conversation, <laughs> or is that just? That's almost just like two auctioneers battling.
0: Would <laughs> pay money to watch that. Yeah, uh, Fred. Jean- so do you
1: understand what I'm saying about yeah. earlier today? So we need to, sure we need to make sure that right everything we're and doing is uh, as tight as we're it possibly it. could be. Otherwise, glad we're going to we, get behind I'm again. Glad I made think happened it. think of what happened in the fourth quarter. Think what happened in the fourth quarter last year. I like the game, we got to do it. Yeah, I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about maybe we should uh, think about the, the actual the, business. The yeah, you know the court. Yeah, the game. No court. Right.
0: Anyway, we. Yep. Thirteen. Uh, Fred Jr. felt shut out by their relationship, because who wouldn't yeah. in that great relationship? Yeah. Donald and his father would belittle- Because he
1: liked listening, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Found that important.
0: Donald and his father would belittle Fred Jr. for becoming an airline pilot.
1: I, well, I can't imagine that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Donald- think you Fred's
1: flying Air Force One for Donald right now, so that he could just be like, what are you
0: doing? Donald. off track. Donald would say, quote, what is the difference between what you do and driving a bus? Oh, wow okay <laughs> well, uh okay so first of air all, training yeah flying do you know what flying is yeah i fly, fly everywhere on, your, on an airplane you fly in the air yeah not a bus bus okay yep uh you know, is it, is- fred jr started to drink heavily okay
1: well, that's bad for flying
0: uh, by the time Donald graduated from Wharton in uh, 1968, he had about 200000 from working in the family business. Okay. He, so he continued working and learning from dad, who a New York legislative committee now accused uh, of using state money earmarked for housing to build a shopping center. Okay which is not, you're not supposed to do.
1: Well, are people living in the shops is the question. That is a good so, question. So how many people are in the who's Spencer's at, Gifts? Yeah, who's yeah. living at Sears? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Fred had connected friends and was known to make backroom deals. One New York lawmaker called Fred Trump, quote, greedy and grasping. Okay. okay. Um, and he kept up those practices uh, that Woody Guthrie had sung about so many years before. Two former Trump employees said they were told... That the company only wanted to rent to Jews and executives. Wow, you can what? you can you could put that on the ad. You know, Dear Jews and executives, yeah. Jews come. and executives. Yeah, it would.
2: The I would imagine that they would not like Jews.
0: Oh, but in their thinking, Jews have money. Money, right?
1: Okay, yeah. so they like right. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: But no fucking them. No, no, you don't fuck the Jews. No, no, no. Oh, good Lord, no. Oh, good Lord. And he, quote, discouraged rental to blacks. They were told that, quote, a racial code was in effect. Blacks would be referred to as number nine. Whoa, what? Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, I don't think you, you should uh, rent to them. They're Number nine. Number nine. Even hello, evening. hello, number nine. How are you?
1: I'm good. My wife and I are just here to uh, look at one of your uh, lovely oh, apartments. Oh, there's two, yeah. two nines. Yeah. yeah. Two, no, we're not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you rating us on attractive?
0: Um, Maybe head out the back door. I'd there love to look at the unit first because we were- a porch and sure. no rail. And just go ahead and take a walk around. That's for the nines. Hi. Excuse me, you were looking me in the eyes a minute ago. Is that yeah, something no, am should be Yeah, I'm no, I'm just
1: not sure what...
0: Uh, no, in the eyes again.
1: Are you a nine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> don't sure. ever talk to me like that. Okay. Okay? Yeah, I think we'll keep looking. Yes, yeah, somewhere else. You, yeah, because yeah. you're...
0: I'm sure there's a nine place for nines. I swear to God, nine means black, honey. Let's get out of here. No! <laughs>
1: and shut Don't touch us.
0: A rental agent said Fred told him to take applications from black people and just leave them in a drawer. Oh, God. It's hard to rent that way. Yeah. Another employee, a superintendent, was told to mark each application with the letter C. C for? Colored.
1: Oh, God. But it is tough. Yeah. Okay. In
0: 1967, a state investigation concluded that out of 3,700 apartments in Trump Village... Only seven were occupied by black people. Higher than I thought it
1: would be with that <laughs> policy, I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's so weird. What are the, th- And those seven are they're just extremely affluent or something?
0: Or? No, we'll get to why they're there. Okay. Uh, at another Trump housing project in Cincinnati in 1969 now, this is the first sort of project that Donald Trump is taking an active role in the forefront. Okay. Of doing stuff. So a young black couple uh, were repeatedly rejected. The okay. black couple then had a white couple go in uh, with the same either oh the God. same information or very similar, similar information. application, right? Um, and they immediately were uh, rented, too. Okay. Uh, they then brought the black guy in hey. who was waiting in his car yeah. outside, and the rental agent completely lost his shit. He shoved them all out of the office, and called the white woman a nigger lover and a traitor to the race. (sighs) She recently said, quote, to this day I have not forgotten the fury in his voice and in his face. (sighs) The black couple sued the Trumps. That's good. Now, even Fred had not been this bad. And when a situation like discrimination popped up, he would quell the situation by offering an apartment to the accuser. Sure, right. Terrible, so that's how but, the seven got in. Better,
1: right. right? Okay, that's how the seven got in.
0: Donald was not interested in that approach. Okay. Quote: I'd rather fight than fold because as soon as you fold once, you get the reputation for being a folder. Oh boy! Then I am not a folder. You're not a what? I'm not a folder. Hey, who told you you were?
1: Relax. You're fold. What? I didn't fold anything.
0: Fold this laundry, will you? In his affidavit, he said there was no discrimination. They just didn't rent to quote, welfare cases, white or black.
1: Uh, the, uh, does he not? Okay, first of um. all, not true, right? <laughs> Second of all, not a good excuse. I mean, it's I do not I don't... I don't... I'm not against anyone, except poor. Poor fucking people make good me Lord, sick. Lord, it's the
0: poor. Who in here likes poor people?
1: Nah, the poor, see? And
0: then he throws Monocle across the room. Nah! Because his dad was focused on the boroughs, 23 year old Donald saw Manhattan. Are we going
1: to get audited after this?
0: Oh, we might get sued. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. I, I'll do a thing up top. Oh, God. 23 uh, year old Donald saw Manhattan as a place he could conquer without having to uh, compete with his daddy, right? Okay. So, daddy's in the boroughs, and he's like, oh, I'll do Manhattan. Okay. Why not start with Broadway? Sure. He contacted a producer. And with his 200000 he had from the family business, he paid for half the cost of a play called Paris is Out. <laughs> I mean, it's a good name. Already <laughs> interested. Sure. Um, Paris is Out. Yeah,
1: all right. All right.
0: The only catch was that Trump's name had to be above the title and on the playbill. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, Trump! Paris is Out? Paris is
0: Out! What?
1: By the way, it's pretty weird because he pulled out of the <laughs> Paris climate change.
0: Well, this is, yeah, I mean, so, clearly foreshadowing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he eventually did get his name on it.
0: The New York Times reviewer wrote, quote, I pitied it more than I disliked it.
1: I pitied it more than I
0: disliked yeah. it? Wow. Okay. That's not okay. Good, good Lord. That's a bad- um, I felt bad for re- him.
1: Review. I felt really bad for everyone. Yeah. And it's bad.
0: Uh, the show was a flop, and Donald lost $70,000. Okay. And afterwards, he went back to real estate.
1: So Paris is in. Paris is in. All right.
0: And thankfully, now that he was out of school, he didn't have to go fight in Vietnam because despite having gotten a clean bill of health two years before and then uh, just after graduating from college, during which he played several sports, he suddenly developed bone spurs in his heels and was put low on the draft list.
1: By the way, think of what people in war go through when they're fighting in war. Like, bone spurs is like- A lot of
0: guys would be happy to just have bone spurs.
1: Yeah, like that would be a dream. Yeah. But he can't serve because of it.
0: No, no, you had a little bone issue, mm. but but you know still could play sports. But it's sure. different. Than, it's different. than you know having to sit maybe in an office and just you know send papers. Like there's a lot of things you could do during a war. Sure. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah. Bone spur. Right. Okay. Okay.
0: After investigating the Justice Department, a suit against the Trumps for violating the Fair Housing Act of uh, 1968. Uh, was filed so
1: is this from the couple previously it, this it's is a-
0: it's kind of all of it okay the Justice Department said the Trump's violated the law quote by refusing to rent and negotiate rentals with blacks requiring different rental terms and conditions because of race and misrepresenting that apartments were not available Donald was quoted for the very first time ever in the New York Times about the charges okay quote nothing they are absolutely ridiculous okay
1: there we go so sound bites Different, different. Uh, he sounds different. Yeah, no, it sounds like the man's come a long way. That doesn't sound like a tweet. Mm.
0: Fred had become chairman of the board. Yeah, I
1: mean, he's the only guy who was speaking in 140 characters before Twitter. He <laughs> was like, that's my limit.
0: Jump had become chairman of the board. Uh, Fred, sorry, Fred had become chairman of the board of the company in 1971, and then Donald was promoted to president of the company. Fred his father was yep. Wow okay So he's chairman of the board now and Fred is now president Okay And then uh, Fred renamed it I mean sorry Donald renamed it The Trump Organization Okay There we go As president Donald met uh, Defense attorney Roy Cohn Who had worked <laughs> As a top aide To Senate Joseph McCarthy While he tried to find Communists
1: Cool But I think people Don't understand How good Joseph McCarthy Was and Nah he's a good that. guy
0: I mean he was Looking out for his He was country. a Packers was fan Huge Pack fan <laughs>
1: attack. Okay.
0: Cone was now uh, no longer doing that. Instead, he was a mob lawyer with clients like Fat Tony uh, Salerno, who was the boss of the Genovese crime family, and Paul Castellano, head of the largest, second-largest uh, family, the Gambinos. Okay. So Chump retained this lawyer to handle uh, his housing situation. Sure.
1: Sure. That's a good sign that everything's on the up and up.
0: So uh, Cohn quickly filed a contempt of court charge Against uh, uh, the prosecutor Who was prosecuting for the, the discrimination Okay uh, Accusing her of turning the investigation into a Quote, Gestapo-like interrogation oh, good Lord. Donald then countersued The Justice Department for $100 million Jesus In damages Christ. for defamation
2: She's <laughs> Christ $100 million? Oh.
1: That's just He works in big swings He always has I mean, but $100 million is bold
0: a uh, hundred million. Ju- the judge quickly it's dis- like Doctor Evil. No, it's fucking Yeah, hundred million. The judge quickly dismissed the countersuit. On what grounds? The legal back and forth continued for almost two years. Finally, the Trumps gave up. But Donald said he won because the government didn't find them guilty.
1: That is a win. That is, that is well, a win. it is
0: true, but that's also because that's not what happens in these type of cases. No one is found guilty.
1: Still, a <laughs> win's a win, no baby. Way. Don't take the win away. Okay. Don't take the win away. Was he found guilty? No, but it's a win. Ring the bell, Aaron. It's okay, a but win.
0: No one has ever found guilty in these types of cases. S-
1: sorry, we're not talking about anyone ever. We're talking about Donald. Was he found guilty? No. And W, that's a win. Ring the bell, Aaron. God damn it. Where's the bell? Is there where's not the a bell in
0: here? Aaron, where's the bell? Oh, I mean, it's, okay. I guess they got the bell out of here. Uh, in the settlement, the Chumps agreed to stop, quote, discriminating against any person in the terms, conditions, or privileges of sale or rental of a dwelling. Oh. They were ordered uh, to provide... So the, the... Court-mandated non-racism? Yeah, they're like, you guys got to stop. <laughs> it's so the... racist, a judge has to tell you to stop. It was basically a three-year fight to go, and stop the shenanigans. Okay. Uh, they ordered uh, the Trumps uh, to provide the New York Urban League with a weekly list of vacancies and to put advertising in local papers saying they would rent to people of all races. Okay. Now renting to all races. No longer loathing blacks. Come down if you're a non-white. I'm sorry, we're still loathing blacks, but we are renting to them. Sorry, yes, we should
1: change that. Loathing blacks, will rent now, legally must.
0: Um, Donald then tried to get the government to pay for the ads. Okay. God damn,
1: he really... It, it, okay.
0: Quote, this advertising is a very expensive thing for us. Very
1: expensive thing for
0: us. It is really onerous each sentence we put... In is going to cost us a lot of money over the period we are supposed to do it. Yeah, but... Yeah, no, that's part of That's what your penance is. Yeah, you're you're paying for something. Yeah, okay, so there's a punishment for what you did. No, we weren't found guilty. This is... Okay. Thank you. In the end, the Trumps just ignored the order and kept discriminating. Cool. The ads they placed were not what they were supposed to be, and the stats they gave the Urban League were incomplete. Okay. Two years later, the government accused the Trumps of violating the decree... Basically, the Trumps just waited the government out, and the consent decree expired before the Justice Department could get enough evidence for a new case. Good lord. It's not airtight our judicial system, is it? No. You're gonna actually find that out a lot in this episode. At that point, uh, the Trump Management Corporation owned over 14,000 apartment units in Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. That's fast. Fred had always avoided Manhattan, and Donald saw that as his opportunity to make his name without competing with Dad. He set his sights on the big prize of Manhattan, and at that time, New York was a rundown, dilapidating shithole. Okay. Donald, now 30, focused on the failing Commodore Hotel on East 42nd Street next to Grand Central. Okay. The neighborhood was seedy. Donald did not have the capital for the project, so Daddy stepped in to guarantee part of the loan.
1: His father, Dave. You don't have to talk down to him. Poppy.
0: His father. Poppy. (laughs) Did he- white dad. Look, just... How about Papa Christ? White... Superior human daddy. Jesus. Hyatt put up fifty a 50% stake. Okay. But Donald said he needed a tax break. The head of the state's Urban Development Corporation said no, to which Donald said he would have him fired.
1: Okay. So...
0: <laughs> then, using his father's connections, he put pressure on the guy to switch his position, and he did. Of course. The tax abatement was for over 35 years and as of 2016 has cost the city $359.3 million in taxes. Wow. There's four years left on it.
1: God damn. What happens? Oh yeah, that's going to be tough.
0: Donald was starting to get press. Most developers like to stay in the shadows. Sure. But Donald was different. His first mention in Variety was in 1975. The New York Times wrote about him in 1976.
1: Okay. Quote. Now they're failing though. Failing but, New oh York yeah, Times.
0: No, th- this is much different than what- Better
1: was. New York Times, now failing.
0: Quote. He is tall, lean, and blonde with dazzling white teeth, and he looks ever so much like Robert Redford.
1: Oh, God.
0: Trump? He rides around town in a chauffeured silver Cadillac with his initials DJT on the plates.
1: Boy, I wish he was a DJ.
0: He- Tate's slinky fashion models belongs to the most elegant clubs, and at only 30 years of age, estimates that he is worth more than 200 million.
1: Good lord! So they really? I mean that, but that that even something as little as that is enough for a man's ego, if you you know if you allow it to just explode. Something like that, where they refer to you as a Robert Redford.
0: Well, did he fucking write that? Like it was actually a female reporter, which is crazy. But like Jesus Christ, that's like he fucking wrote it.
1: Yeah, would not. I mean, think about that doctor's letter he got. Also, once. <laughs> I've
0: seen Robert Redford. Yeah, I've seen him with my f- face and my eyes, like sure. my things that work in my head that can see people. No, no, I've we seen. know what "see" means. And t- I've seen Donald Trump. <laughs> right, very when similar. When he was younger, very no, similar. No, come on, give it up. Louise Sunshine joined Donald's real estate. So business. so
1: so sorry. Mm-hmm. The name is Louise Sunshine. Sunshine.
0: Like She was like a Really just like a ray of light Okay That would come in
1: Okay Every day Sure That's a made up name though right? No. Nope. Okay
0: uh, Louise Sunshine joined Donald's <laughs> real estate business in the 70s She had a hard time with her weight And Donald made sure he was involved in that Oh Of course Inside an office drawer Donald kept an unflattering photo of her Which she called Quote A fat picture what? Donald would pull it out When he disapproved of something, she did. And he would say, quote, you like your candy.
1: Oh, God. What? Uh, Good Lord. You
0: know what? There's ways to motivate people.
1: I have a little whiskey here.
0: (laughs) There's just different ways to motivate people. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I, I I would say this, right? It... If, like, because there is a technique where, like, people will say, you know, keep on your fridge a picture of you to motivate yourself oh, that's that you, you don't like the look of, but that's, that's you, you, and it's also connected to food. You know what it's, it's also not connected
0: not? to, like, if you do something bad, being like, come on, fatty. What if every time you open up your fridge, your boss popped out and went, you like fat, fatty, fat, fat? Oh,
1: God. I turned this all into a development site inside your fridge.
0: No blacks. So Donald uh, was shooting up as a businessman.
1: I was hoping we were entering the heroin phase.
0: And his brother Freddie was in freefall. His drinking uh, became... not while
1: not while flying. No, no, no. Oh, thank
0: God. His drinking became worse and worse, and he was now divorced and had stopped flying because he knew his drinking was a danger to passengers. I'm glad we
1: still have that attitude with pilots today.
0: <laughs> Freddie tried uh, to be a commercial fisherman in Florida, but failed. Okay. Uh, he moved back in with his parents in Jamaica Estates and started working on one of Fred Singer's maintenance crews.
1: Okay. Uh, my guess is that uh, that's uh, old uh, Donald is going to be pretty humble about this whole thing. That's just bad. Yeah.
0: Um, he but told- it really,
1: it, 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 it is bad because the... Sp- Environment this family's created where if you're not number one you're a loser.
0: Right. So yeah, that's exactly right. Right. So he, you're a loser if you just come in second in something. Now here's this guy who was supposed to be running the business is now essentially on a cleanup crew while his brother is doing giant deals. And man, like it's like of course things aren't going to go well.
1: Surely Donald kept a picture in his drawer of Freddie in some sort of janitorial gear, just (laughs) like, huh? You like mopping, don't you, Freddie? You like mopping.
0: Uh, Fred told Donald, quote, don't ever drink, and Donald
1: never did. That is one thing I've always heard about him, that it is, and it's not that someone has to drink, but when I look at him, I'm like, I wish he had.
0: Yeah. I'll have one for him. In 1976, Donald met Ivana Zelnikova at a nightclub. She was a divorce model from Czechoslovakia. Okay. Ivana said she was an alternate alternate on the Czech ski team during the 1972 Winter Olympics, but the Czech Olympic Committee said quote, "We have searched so many times and have consulted many, many people, and there is no such girl in our records."
1: Well, I think uh, I think Donald's found a one from a match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Naturally, they fell in love and got yeah. engaged. Just before the wedding, Donald surprised Ivana with a prenuptial agreement. Uh-huh. She would get 20000 a year if things didn't work out. Wow. Okay, so he's really... Um, she didn't accept it, and they haggled back and forth, and uh, she got it up a bit. But then when she continued, Donald, Donald, Donald <laughs> finally told her to take his first offer or leave it.
1: Wow, so even... In the bedrooms, the boardroom to Donnie. Yeah,
0: well, love is, you know, or just part of the business.
1: I, I would imagine bringing up a prenup is pretty difficult in general, yeah. let alone bringing up one where you're totally screwing your future ex-wife with yeah.
0: it. Yeah, it's an odd thing to do. but uh, You get a you fruit know. basket a month. Take it! Take the basket. Come on. Anyway, she took it. Love is beautiful. Love is beautiful. Donald wanted a family exactly like the one he grew up in.
1: Okay, so oh. we're talking seven bathrooms, 29 rooms?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quote. I want five children, like in my own family, because with five, then I know that one of one uh, will be guaranteed to turn out like me. No.
1: No No, that's not how this works.
0: I have a book coming out called "Things That You Shouldn't Say Out Loud" that I say out Loud."
1: Oh man, as soon it'll be a Twitter. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Is, I mean, are these things... This has got to be said in jest a little bit, right? No. This is genuinely a plan.
0: This is genuinely a plan. Okay. Uh, Donald asked his brother Fred to be the best man at uh, his wedding. Which... Sorry,
1: I mean, will you clean the tables when we're done?
0: <laughs> stupid. I'm going to shit my hand if you could get rid of that for uh, me, Fred.
1: Fred, which one's the salad fork? Look, at stupid. Hey, don't make me pull out the picture of you, fatty. You like candy.
0: He hoped. That giving his brother such an honor Uh, would, quote, be a good thing for him.
1: Oh, God.
0: But it turns out being the best man at a wedding for your successful brother while you clean up at a construction job doesn't Uh, turn things around.
1: I I can't imagine. Like, yeah.
0: Fred kept drinking.
1: I bet he did. And there's no way this wedding's open bar.
0: (laughs) Every little bit. Uh. Donald and Ivana would have three kids. Uh, he allegedly gave Ivana a cash bonus of 250000 for each child she cranked out. What?
1: Is this an NFL contract? <laughs> who, who uploads a prenup with incentives? I mean, you know what? She's got a, does she get a signing bonus?
0: Well, he wanted five, so he's got to make that, you know, sure, he got to make that happen somehow. Sure.
1: God, it really feels like a loving, loving relationship. Oh, it sounds
0: beautiful. Uh, Donald kept the same money outlook throughout their entire marriage. Quote, I would never buy Ivana any decent jewels or pictures. Why give her negotiable assets? Wow. That's actually, that was actually part of my vows. With Heather? Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. I will never give you negotiable assets. Do you, Dave,
1: promise to give her $20,000 a year if this doesn't work out? Five children so one turns out like you and zero negotiable assets? That's it. Yeah, that's, yep. That's me. We'll take it. Your brother's passed out in the lawn.
0: (laughs) That's my boy.
1: Yeah, thank you for everything, big brother.
0: Ivana focused on appearances and tried to be the perfect Trump wife. As they grew more famous, Ivana started giving out a press kit to interviewers full of flattering clips.
1: Clips of? uh, Them, her, them. Okay, so like propagandist reels? Yeah. Okay, cool, normal. Normal stuff. Yep. In
0: 1979. Let
1: me know when you finish the infomercial, then we can do interview.
0: In 1970, what is that an actual? check Czech, yes, Czech. Re-
1: yes, Czech Republic. <laughs> yes, can like try on the Rosetta Stone. In 1979,
0: Donald got his hands on the old Bonwit. Big hands, not small. I feel like you went somewhere else. Oh, I said hands. In 1979, Donald got his hands on the old Bonwit Teller building on Fifth Avenue. He wanted to tear it down and build Trump Tower, which would be the city's tallest glass structure. Okay. Through a foreman, he hired uh, around 200 Polish immigrants to clear the site. Okay. Donald showed the foreman how to set up a new company for payroll, what insurance to get, and negotiated the hours they would work. Okay. They worked 12-hour shifts, seven hours a day. I'm sorry, 12-hour shifts. uh, Seven days a week. Seven days a week. And were paid 4 to $5 per hour. Okay. Which was half of what union workers would make at the time. Okay, so he's... Most of the it, Polish workers did not have hard hats. Oh, God. And other safety equipment. Many used sledgehammers instead of jackhammers. Good Lord. I tell you what. If I if I ever get the chance to take a building down, I'm going to hire a couple hundred immigrants and have them take that shit down with hammers.
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, internationally that policy has definitely stopped as far <laughs> as uh, torturous labor for nothing. Was he taking their passports in a bag, too? Oh, God. But it also just seems kind of foolish to not give jackhammers, right? That just would be faster for you as far as hourly rate goes. You'd think so. Right. Okay. Continue,
0: A. Many of the Polish workers slept at the site. Cool. Usually non-union workers would uh, bring a picket line in New York City. Okay. After all, the mob controlled controlled construction at the city at the time, and that's how they made their money. Okay. But not this site. The mobbed-up union just stayed away. Interesting. Interesting. So they just didn't want to get involved in that one, huh? Just the gut feeling? Remember he had a lawyer? Yeah. Donald Hutter, a lawyer? Yeah. Who maybe also represented some... Yeah, yeah, the... uh, Genovese crime family. Sure, and hmm? the Gandolfini's or
1: something. Just a coincidence. Sure.
0: The workers started uh, being paid inconsistently, so they hired a lawyer. Okay. By June, their unpaid wages were over $100,000, and they threatened to stop working. So Donald sought out a labor fixer, saying he had, quote, some illegal Polish employees on the job. The consultant said to fire them. Okay. Donald did not. Okay. Uh, June 27, 1980, the Polish worker's lawyer served Trump with a mechanics lien. Now, a mechanics lien uh, would give a laborer partial claim to the title of a property on which he has worked. Okay. If he's not paid. Sure. Donald finally fired the workers and hired union guys to get the building down. Okay. This was easy because he decided to just not pay the Polish immigrants their $100,000.
1: Jesus.
0: Their lawyer put up a second and third lien on the property, and one day the lawyer told a Trump employee that under the Fair Labor Standards Act, Donald couldn't sell any space in the tower until the Polish workers were paid. Okay. Forty-five minutes later, the lawyer got a call from a Mr. Barron. Okay. Who worked in Donald's legal department. Mr. Barron said Donald was going to sue the lawyer for $100 million
1: Oh, God. <laughs> he, what? Come on. Get your figures right a little bit.
0: For wrongful filing of liens. He then threatened to call the Immigration and Naturalization Service and have the workers deported. The Polish workers never saw another cent. A- and that's how it ended? Over 100000 in wages were unpaid, hours and hours of free labor. Donald would later admit at a trial that he and a senior executive would call people and say their name was Mr. Barron.
1: Oh, right. Oh, wait. Is, is this the—because he did have a fake— uh, Yeah, this is the fake name. This is the fake guy, the guy who's just, like, got Donald Trump's voice but is just not Donald Trump. Yeah, you, I, I, I didn't
0: go too deeply into this. I just brought up this but it, maybe another time. But he, he throughout his the, entire query, constantly called people and said he was Mr. Barron.
1: The, one of the things that, I, like, you know, truly, I think, like, you know, in a sense, you, you want to think the best of someone. So it was like, you know, the campaign's going on. It, really, when I was like, oh, this might be a little dangerous, was when he... That came out, the audio came out of him specifically being like, oh, this guy's unbelievable. He goes out with uh, so many supermodels. I can't even name all the models he goes out with. He goes out with Madonna. He goes out with all these supermodels trying to sleep with him, but he doesn't want to sleep with her. And they like played it, and like it's him. (laughs) And they're like, what do you think of that? And he's like, it's not me. And it's like, dude, just own it. Just be like, yeah, I'm crazy. Instead, you're like, no, it's not me. It's like, for sure you. Rocco Antonio. Oh, boy. Not
0: me. <laughs> um, so the building was torn down, and Trump Tower was now being built by union men. And Donald made the odd decision to use a much more costly and very risky method uh, to build it using ready mixed concrete instead of steel beams, which was the okay. norm. Right. This put him at the mercy of union shutdown and the mob. Okay who controlled the ready mix business completely. Interesting. At one point, the general contractor who built the tower had goons enter his office and hold a knife to his throat to demand no-show jobs on Trump Tower.
1: Hey, uh, don't ask. Don't go up there showing up there with no beams, you understand? Any beam, you get your throat cut. Okay? I think we made ourselves pretty clear.
0: But Donald wasn't worried because he had Cohn and his lawyer and paid the inflated concrete prices. Okay. When fat Tony Solano was sent to jail years later, Trump Tower was listed as one of the contracts at the trial as part of his racketeering business.
1: Okay. But it Okay. But it doesn't matter. He paid
0: off the mob. Now, at this same time, all of the developers in New York were banding together to stop the mob from controlling them. Right. Except this guy. Except, okay. Okay. In 1980, the the FBI subpoenaed Donald to find out about his relationship with John Cody, a Teamster official who was close with the Gambino family. Cody supplied concrete trucks and often got free apartments in buildings. Okay. Donald denied everything. Okay. Cody came under indictment in 1982, and he also ordered a citywide shutdown of concrete work. Except at Trump Tower. Interesting. Where the work just went on at a steady clip. So... When the Nothing tower to see there. when the tower was finished, a woman with no job bought three apartments right under the Trump triplex, which was on top. Donald actually helped her get three million mortgage without filling out a loan application or showing any sort of financial papers. Oh boy. Cody would sometimes stay there, and he did five hundred thousand work and renovations on the apartments. Okay. When Coney was convicted of bracketeering and sent to prison, Donald then sued the woman for $250,000 for work she had done in the apartment. She countersued for $20 million and accused Donald of taking kickbacks from con- uh, contractors and said she would publicize that. Donald suddenly settled and paid her $500,000. Wow.
1: Is she really should have gone with $100 million. Anytime you sue him from now on, it has to be for $100 million. Okay. So that's a heartwarming tale. Yep.
0: Around this time, Fred Jr. died in 1981 at the age of 43, his life cut short by alcohol. He just drank himself to death.
1: At least Donald never had any.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, in 1981, Donald was also trying to get into the casino business in Atlantic City. To be in the casino business, you couldn't have any ties to the mob. Okay. See where there's a problem right now? Nope. <laughs> and... There was usually a lengthy, uh, year-long investigation to look into your dealings.
1: Okay, so surely now the same regiment will be mm, inserted into this situation.
0: In New Jersey, Donald act like, acted like he didn't want the mob anywhere near his business. He would never do anything. I hate like the that. mob, and even offered to put an undercover FBI agent in his casinos. He demanded a. Six- That's a
1: female body inspector, right? Yep. To Trump, right? Okay. <laughs>
0: He demanded a six-month investigation instead of a year one. Okay. It's, so is,
1: is this just a situation of just, this is, is his, his whole makeup is essentially like he's just the first to demand things, sort of?
0: Well, he has, in this case, um, he said he wouldn't build an Atlantic City if, uh, if it was longer than six months, and... New Jersey was scared that he would try to build a casino in New York or somewhere nearby and right. kill Atlantic City right so they were kind of you know over a barrel like they went for it
1: it's a little like what's going on with Amazon right now building a structure in it's some the city and they're just like what will you give us yeah it's yeah, okay
0: uh, Donald was supposed to disclose any investigations into his past, which he did not do. Sure. Okay. He did not tell them about a federal grand jury that looked into how he had gotten an option to buy the Penn Central rail yards oh, or it, or the Cody Inquiry. Both of those would have stopped him from getting a gaming license.
1: But then after this experience, surely he learned that dis- full disclosure is the move. It's true. This is when it all turns okay. around. Okay, that's
0: good. He got a gaming license in 1982. When his book, The Art of the Deal, came out, in which he described doing things that should have kept him from getting a gaming license, it was an embarrassment (laughs) to the licensing commission (laughs) and state investigators.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, you just don't brag about things you get away with.
0: Uh, My book called No, No Two Shits Given. Yeah. Yeah. So now the Division of Gaming Enforcement, because of the decision they made, is forced to defend Donald Trump. Saying mobsters and union bo- bosses are unreliable witnesses and you can't trust what they say.
1: Sorry. Uh, say that one more time. So they look bad. Right, because they look of his bad. Book. Right. So so they're
0: like So now they have instead to, of saying instead of admitting the truth which is this guy shouldn't have a license, they're like they're defending right. Donald Trump against what the mobsters have said. Right. Which is the truth.
1: Right. Okay, gotcha.
0: They put Donald under oath.
1: Boy God, boy that's got a good ring to it.
0: He said he had nothing to do with the misconduct, or that he couldn't remember. And they this, left this it. Whole, and they left it at that. That no- was the end of their investigation. I don't
2: get. That I wish was
0: it. You, they were done at that point. I just. They had wish, cleared it all up.
1: You know, if I, if you could just, I, not remembering needs to start to become a crime. Oh my god. It needs to be like, or well, you're allowed to not remember two things, <laughs> and if you don't remember three things, then you're lying. That's it. You get two things you can't remember. Um, now this is, so far, it seems like everyone in government has Alzheimer's.
0: Now, this is a shame because uh, uh, author Wayne Barrett wrote that Donald met personally with Big Tony Salerno at Roy Cohn's hu- uh, house. Barrett found uh, witnesses that were at the meeting, one of whom kept detailed notes. Okay. But gaming enforcement cleared Donald. Of course. Many others, including car dealers, have been thrown out of the casino business for much less.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Next, Donald Bart uh, bought 100 Central Park South, a 14-story building facing Central Park. He wanted to tear it down and replace it with luxury condos. Okay. But the apartments were rent controlled.
1: No, that's no good. That helps people.
0: And the tenants didn't want to leave.
1: All right. What do we do? They had a
0: nice low rent place on Central Park. Sure. Donald did not want to buy them out. So
1: oh, in the
0: press, he labeled them, quote, people of great wealth and millionaires in mink coats driving Rolls Royces. So he's saying they're they're rich people taking advantage of rent-controlled prices. Sure.
1: Well, and if anybody should defend the little man, it's the guy who had Jeeves <laughs> take him around in a Rolls on his paper route.
0: Although most of the people were just regular Joes or old people on fixed incomes. Right. He okay. told the superintendent- so his, so
1: his plan is like, let's kick these millionaires out so I can make luxury apartments.
0: But the press is running with it, so who gives a shit?
1: Well, look, the press is the press.
0: He told the superintendent to stop doing repairs, stop cleaning, and to stop accepting packages of the building. Donald cut off the hot water and heat during the freezing winters. One water- Literally pi- icing them out. One water pipe leak was so bad that mushrooms grew in a renter's carpet. <laughs> oh
1: my God! <laughs> Oh, did he try him out?
0: <laughs> he allowed a rodent infestation to take hold. Okay. He sued one tenant for not paying rent, even though the guy had proof that he had paid rent. Okay. The superintendent was also instructed to spy on all the tenants. Okay. Some who had done construction on their apartments with approval from prior landlords were told that they had 10 days to restore them to their original conditions.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: He drilled holes in the ceiling above the bed of a cancer patient who was battling for her life. Oh, God. To get dust to float down. Ugh. The building fight would drag on for years. Donald bought newspaper ads offering to shelter homeless people in the building.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, uh uh-huh.
0: But city officials declined, thinking it odd to move the homeless into a building that was scheduled to be demolished. Donald said quote it'll take 2 or 3 years to get everybody out and in the meantime I'll have more and more vacant apartments for the indigent. So he's got yeah I mean this is this he is cares. like
1: Mother Teresa the yeah, landlord. That's
0: exactly what it is. Helping. And help he's a helping person. Much like Fred Jesus Christ Trump. Thank you. You're welcome. The International Rescue Committee tried to take Donald up on it seeking temporary housing for Polish exiles. Okay. Two letters went oh, unanswered. Oh, God. Uh, he's always been a friend of the Polak, hasn't he, DA? <laughs> Two letters went unanswered. So the New York Times called Donald's office and were told by a uh, secretary the offer was for Americans, not refugees. Good Lord. <laughs> do we need to put Mr. Barron what? on the phone? Uh, what? What? These people don't speak American.
1: Sorry. I just realized I mean, Mr. Barron, and then he names his son Barron. Yeah. I mean, it's just Okay. Yeah.
0: No. This is an homage to a character I used to do. <laughs> No one judge ruled the tenants, uh, not one judge ruled the tenants were being harassed. Okay. Even though they clearly were being harassed.
1: Well, I mean, when mushrooms grow on your floor, (laughs) I think it's time to say that- That's produce. Yeah, these are not okay conditions.
0: Uh, Trump claimed victory, but so did the tenants, as the building was never torn down. Many still have their apartments and pay under $1,000 a month today. Wow. Though Eric Trump owns a condo on the top floor. But Donald still made a killing as the building. Blew Does he just drill holes out. in the floor and
1: urinate I'm down? Sure. That's you? called trickle down uh, economics. No, don't touch me. Okay, I'd rather. I told you not to touch me earlier, and I will touch you. You've touched me three times. I've touched you once tonight.
0: In nineteen eighty-one, Donald was part of a group who tried to buy the Baltimore Colts, but was turned down. Right. Okay. Familiar with that a little bit. Then came the USFL. It was a new league. Right. That would play during the spring summer, uh, whereas the NFL played during the fall. Right. And winner, and Donald bought the New Jersey Generals in 1984 for around $9 million. Well, I mean, I think when you look
1: at the legacy of the Generals
0: now, good decision. The USFL marketed itself as being more fun than the NFL. N- sure. And the NFL tried to block the USL from getting leases in stadiums that they both used. USFL was very excited to get Donald. Yeah, I bet. He generated publicity, and right. he had great business smarts. Right, yeah. And in year two- And no Pollocks in the league. Thank you. Yeah. And in year two, Donald replaced the quarterback. He wanted Doug Flutie.
1: <laughs> I was just about to, how great would it be if he put himself in as quarterback? <laughs> I got this. Have you met my son, Eric? Yeah. Blue 32. Blue 32. Red
0: 41. Set, set. Someone else grab it. He apparently knew absolutely nothing about football this whole time. Okay. Never a thing.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't need to understand that to run a league about it.
0: Um. So Donald wanted Doug Flutie. He was a big college play per, uh, player, uh, yeah. but short as fuck. Yep. Um, the generals gave Flutie a six-year deal for $8.3 million, and he was now the highest-paid player in all of football, including uh, the NFL. Right, okay. And Flutie sucked <laughs> it's
1: ass. It's weird for Flutie. Yeah. I mean, he's like, okay, yeah. you sure? I'll take that. I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, six year.
0: Um, Flutie sucked. So Donald said he wanted a refund.
1: <laughs> oh, God. What? I don't think that's how it works, bud. He said you pay, especially in the NFL or whatever <laughs> football league.
0: Now, obviously, Flutie wasn't going to give him money back, so a publicist named John Barron... Here he is. <laughs> ...called the media and said the other USFO owners had actually asked Donald to sign Flutie for the good of the league and made a verbal agreement to help pay part of the contract. Oh,
1: God. Mr. Barron... I mean, uh, so... the Okay. So the man has an imaginary friend. <laughs> Okay. An
0: aggressive imaginary. Yeah, threat. yeah. Um, Baron quote: When a guy goes out and spends more money than a player is worth, he expects to get partial reimbursement from the other owners.
1: Uh huh. This never is happened. that. Yeah, that's a first, right? Hey, sorry, your team sucks. Here's two million. <laughs> hey, you know how this works. Let's all be really pretty Nobody. good, come on. I certainly don't want a situation where one team is using money to their advantage more than another. I mean, that would just be, whoa.
0: Trump Tower was finished in 1983, a 68-story glass tower. There is a marble lobby with a waterfall with a pianist and violinist playing in tuxedos. Sure. Uh, And, of course, a grand escalator.
1: Absolutely. There
0: is a Trump bar, Trump grill, Trump cafe, Trump's ice cream parlor, and Trump store. The exterior is Trump's name in huge bronze letters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. In 1984, Donald went in on a casino uh, and the Holiday Inn Casino Hotel was built. Opening Where, in where is that? At Where? Uh, Atlantic City. Okay. Two years later, Donald bought the Holiday Inn uh, Casino and renamed it the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Okay. Uh, by the way, better ring. Yeah. For sure. It is, Holiday Inn Casino. Holiday is, Inn Casino? It's not good. Come on. Come to the Motel 6 Casino. Come
1: on. <laughs> Welcome to La Quinta's Gamble House. <laughs> We have half penny slots. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta bite them in
0: half. Um, so he had work done on it. He hired people like cabinet builder Edward Freel, who got a $400,000 contract to build desk, uh, desks and bars and cabinets.
1: And he made all that money. Good night, his story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Edward Freel's business had been started in 1949 by his father. The work was finished in um, uh, in 1984, and the final bill submitted to the Trump Organization was eighty three thousand. So he he'd gotten payment, you know, payments as he went along. Sure. And then the final, the final last eighty three thousand dollars. Right. Finish to, the
1: job, get your last payment. Yeah. Last move payment. On. Yeah,
0: okay. Move on to the next job. Great. Uh. Yeah. What? Sometime later, Freel got a call asking him to come to the casino offices for a meeting. Exciting. Just done some great work. When he got there, he found there were a few other trade guys there, too, and they would get called, and one by one, they would go in to the office. Tump, when it was his turn, uh, Donald told Friel his work was inferior, even though the general contractor had approved it. Donald said Friel would not be getting paid the $83,000. The Donald said he would hire him for future jobs, though. Okay. Do you see a problem with that? And
1: there's a, so many
0: problems, I don't know where to really start with it. So if I hire a guy to fix the gutters on my house- Right. And the gutters are shitty, and right. I say I'm not going to pay him, do I then say, hey, but let's work together later? Absolutely. <laughs> you absolutely do.
1: <laughs> you absolutely- I mean, uh, truly, if you look from Trump's perspe- perspective, that's genius, because it is going like- Hey, I'm not gonna pay you, but if you're cool with not getting paid, let's work together again. <laughs> That's a great move for me. Uh, but it, it is pretty much a case of of this is nobody nobody does this, right?
0: Well, Edward Freil. I mean, even a
1: day in construction work, for the most part, it's still like for, it's for incremental. The, and,
0: for the most part, um, there is very, 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 very few people that use this as a business model. Okay, there you go. Edward Friel instead hired an attorney to sue for his money. But the attorney advised him Donald would drag the case out in court and legal fees would exceed what they could recover. And then he'll also get countersued for $100 million. Right. It would just be a bill that was never paid. And in 1985, Donald bought the Atlantic City Hilton after the Hilton was rejected for a gaming license, and he named it Trump's Castle Hotel Casino. So now he has two casinos. Okay. Ivana became vice president of interior design for the Trump organization.
2: Yes, that needs to be really big and gold. Yeah, need uh, to have a bigger sinks. Yeah. And I sinks the no uh, less.
0: And gold. Yeah. And
2: the floor makes a um,
0: pattern. Oh, 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 gold. Yes, gold. And, and, and also gold.
2: Actually, to finish the job, I'm going to need to have two more babies. <laughs> it's for
1: 450 below what we need to be. <laughs>
0: She went to work running Trump...
1: Come on, twins, every time she gets pregnant. Please, (laughs) twins. Triplets, please. Oh, my God, the magic quintuplets.
0: Ivana went on to... I could get a yacht. ...work running Trump Castle Casino, spending two or three days a week there.
1: Well, that's how you run a show.
0: Ivana was awful to everyone that worked there. She wanted to bring glamour to Trump Castle and was all about appearances. She once moved an unsightly pregnant waitress off the casino floor. Ugh and placed her in a distant lounge where she'd make no money and was out of sight. The waitress was then given a clown suit to wear to disguise her condition. What the
1: (laughs) fuck just happened? What? Okay, all right. Let's just break this down a little bit. So, okay. So you have someone who you're worried is distracting and ruining the vibe of your area based on uh, their pregnancy. Yeah. Okay, Okay. okay, I'll illegal. buy into your premise. Okay, illegal. Okay, so you move, you move them away. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm buying into your premise. Mm. And then you put them in a clown suit. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Well,
0: you're hiding the pregnancy now. It's just a, a big and also, clown. Also, don't,
2: don't use your regular voice. you got to be more like that clown you're who is like was in a, the parade. You're like a fat, happy clown. Yeah, oh, like, good. And then anytime if anyone asks what is in your belly, say glitter. <laughs> say balloons and glitter stored in your belly. <laughs> the way, if you have the baby, you give it to me, I split it the 250 with you, 50-50. Maybe
0: I get 200 and you get the 50. As far as black people, it went as expected.
1: Boy, Kip, Dave, I always love when a sentence on this podcast starts with, his, as for the black people.
0: Uh, Kip Brown, a former employee at Trump Castle, said, quote, when Donald and Ivana came to the casino, the bosses would order all the black people off the floor. On,
1: move, 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 move. Put on your clown suits. Clown suits.
0: And put us in back. Oh, good Lord. I mean, what What year is this? Hey, everybody. Uh, Donald and Honor coming down. So if all the black people could uh, just get in the basement, thank okay, you. Okay, guys,
1: let's do it just like we did in rehearsal. Come on. Blacks, whites don't touch. Let's go. Let's go. It's like we're doing laundry. We're separating. We're separating. Jimmy, what are you? I don't know anymore. I'm so nervous. You're a black guy. Yeah, I know, but I don't know which way to go. (laughs) You just get out of here.
0: You get out
1: of here. Let me do whiteface. Let me put on a clown costume. That's
0: not how it works, kid. I don't think
1: I can work anymore. All right, fire
0: him. Fire this guy.
1: (laughs) You still owe
2: me $50,000. Oh,
0: yeah, we'll get you that. Okay. We'll get you that, kid. I feel
2: like you're not
1: gonna.
0: You're so cute.
1: Okay.
0: Joseph bomb.
1: Well, this sounds like a white man.
0: Ran Donald's personal helicopter service and flew high rollers to his casinos. Okay. In 1979, he had been caught embezzling and pleaded guilty to two felonies. Okay. Uh, now that should make it so he doesn't work anywhere near a casino.
1: Right. <laughs> I guess now that I'm hearing it back, sure.
0: Um,. The casinos uh, were then informed in 1985 that Weichelbaum was indicted in Ohio on charges of trafficking pot and cocaine.
1: Well, okay, I mean... That happens. So what? Yeah.
0: I mean, he has a helicopter. What's he supposed to do? Not use it?
1: Yeah, just look out your window at the left.
0: Donald, however, kept employing the pilot. This again should have cost Donald Trump his casino license. Right. He rented an apartment... To Weichelbaum in Trump Plaza for seven grand in cash a month and flight services. Oh my God. So, not only did he not boot him out, now he's got him in an apartment in Trump Plaza. The pilot's company went bankrupt, and Donald just kept using him. Donald even wrote a letter vouching for Weichelbaum at his sentencing, saying he was, quote, a credit to the community who is conscientious, forthright, and diligent.
1: Uh, uh, I guess if you analyze those qualities, though, none of those, say, can't be an asshole. He's forthright.
0: Yeah. Okay. He comes forward and says, I I trafficked cocaine. Sure. Weisselbaum got 18 months at the sentencing while everyone else in the trafficking operation got 20 years. Wow. When he was released, he said Donald had a job for him, and then he moved into Trump Tower. Well, it turns out that Weichelbaum's girlfriend had just bought two apartments for $2.4 million in cash.
1: I was hoping you'd say in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's a lesson I'm learning throughout uh-huh. all this. Become friends with Trump. Yeah. The, the, you, he has your back.
0: Well, up to a point.
1: Up to a point. But for the most part, like you are like, you're in. Yeah, you're in. You're not Once you're in, you're not out.
0: Unless, um, of course. So Donald was flying all over the country, doing deals, becoming the businessman he always wanted to be. And on one flight, Jessica Leeds, a traveling businesswoman, for a paper company, found herself sitting next to him in first class. They had never met, and about 45 minutes in, Donald lifted the armrest and started touching her. Ugh. He grabbed her breasts and slid his hand up her skirt.
2: Jesus. What, what year is this?
0: Uh, this is, this should be 80? 85, I believe.
1: Okay. So he moves
0: the, okay. <sighs> she fled to the back of the plane. After she told uh, afterwards she told four people about the incident who all confirmed her story. She bumped into Donald at a charity event two years later and he insulted her with a crude remark.
1: Good Lord. I just I it, it really is true. Like, I just can't I can't imagine not only an era, but just feeling like you could move an armrest up and the, be like, I'm gonna play with your breasts, okay? Like, I'm actually not asking.
0: Like to guys like you and me, it's not even like part of a possibility like you sit in that you sit in that seat and you go man the craziest thing that could happen is that a window could pop out yeah but like it would never in a million years pop into my head like why don't I lift this rep and tr- rest hey, and try and get an inside this woman I should be able to touch this lady's vagina right here I mean she's sitting
1: next to me look look this is the price
0: of inf- living in 3a ma'am hey look If you're going to be in first class, you get finger-banged. All right. It says it on the ticket. It
1: it, it really says something about how creeped out you are by Donald Trump when you leave first class for coach. (laughs) It takes some real shit to do that.
0: Donald bought Mar-a-Lago in 1985. Uh, 118 rooms in Palm Beach for $10 million. It was Ivana's idea. He spent years just saying that he should only pay 7 million in property tax. <laughs> right. Okay. For sure. <laughs> Obviously. That's just uh, What you can't do. You can't argue with property tax.
1: Well, Dave, <laughs> you're saying it like I mean, that's like fighting with gravity. <laughs> the reality is what it is.
0: So your property tax is on 10 million? It's okay, I'll pay $100,000.
1: Uh, I'll pay $50. Uh, $50. No. Last offer.
0: So that's not how property tax works. $75 you
1: ju- and you get a lemonade. Boom,
0: done, over. Okay, so there's just actually an amount that you pay.
1: Yeah, $75 and you get a lemonade. Okay. I'm going to pay $75 and I'm removing the lemonade. I don't like your attitude. You no longer get lemonade.
0: Okay, so the the actual amount, like I said, is $100,000. $75 a
1: is what I'm willing to pay. Okay. No. What? I'm just saying what I'm going to pay. What do you want me to pay?
0: The uh, the I'll pay $75. dollars. That's not.
1: I'm what gonna pay you seventy-five dollars. All right, lemonade's back in the le- lemonade's back in the mix. Seventy-five on a lemonade. Come on, put, put it there. Shake my hand.
0: This is not what this is. Come this on, this isn't a negotiable thing.
1: Oh my god, listen to this person. Am I crazy right now? I'll give you thirty dollars, two Capri Suns. Okay, I'm gonna go. Okay, that feels like uh, how most of my deal. deals go. That's not a deal. <laughs> Love watching him walk away.
0: The Trumps initially kept the decor, but filled many end tables with dozens of silver-framed magazine covers of Donald. Oh, God. Well,
1: uh, is this where they
0: found a bunch of fake ones? Oh, oh, is it where they found fake ones? I yeah, did not know Yeah, there was a that.
1: bunch. Like They eventually were just like, hey, wait, that wasn't a time.
0: That's remarkable. <laughs> That's <laughs> he wasn't remarkable. on this month of That's people. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> Uh, He hired an interior designer but took over himself, quote, because I didn't like some of it and I thought I could do a better job. Sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, as an interior designer, your first instinct isn't to pour gold everywhere.
0: Hey, the thing about this room is uh, what about gold?
1: No, I was actually thinking what would be, work great with those, those sort of Victorian drapes would be gold. a nice sort of... Well, I think if you, if you see it all put together, you'll think a little bit more... Why am I not hearing gold? Well, because I'm actually telling you what um, will actually... Be. Why are you still here? Okay, well... we'll Say gold. Oh, uh, my God, gold. Let's do it. Okay, my God.
0: The USFL wasn't going the way Donald had hoped. And he somehow convinced the other USFL owners to move from spring to fall to compete directly with the NFL. Okay. The plan was to force a merger. In 1986, the owners voted to move and then file a $1.7 billion antitrust lawsuit against the NFL over TV rights. The judge ruled in favor of the USFL. What? I, sorry, this just seems so crazy. Yep. It's basically like you show up on someone's
1: land and you're like, you owe me half of your house, and then the government's just like, yeah.
0: Well, hold on. Okay. Um, So the the judge agreed, uh, but said the USFL's downfall was its own fault and awarded the league $1 in damages.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yes. The USFL appealed all the way to the Supreme Court, and in the end they collected a check for $3.76, including interest. What? That's twenty one cents for each team.
1: <laughs> they made sorry. They eventually out of their lawsuit got three dollars and seventy six cents. Yeah. I mean, was the stenographer just doing parenthetical like <laughs> laughters the whole time? Snickers. <laughs> They're laughing again.
0: The USFL never played another game. Donald Trump killed a football league. Doug Flutie
1: killed a football league Fair. because the other owners pressured Donald Fair. Trump to sign him. By you the way, why would you but, sign
0: a guy who's five foot four?
1: Uh, uh, may I may I say something very quickly? Go ahead. Doug Flutie, while had a rough start as far as uh, an NFL player, did go on to have uh, some pretty solid success as a Buffalo Bills player. They had Flutie Flakes. And then even beyond that, oh, that's right. he's the only guy who I think has ever – like there's something with like he did – he's the only – starting quarterback who's ever kicked an extra point or something like that. There's some weird thing He, like that. he
0: actually, he was one of those guys that had that intangible yes. winner, winner thing. Yes. Like, you were, if you looked at him in college, you would be like, yeah, why doesn't someone take a shot on this guy? Yeah. But you don't pay him more money than anybody ever. You
1: certainly don't make a player like that the face of your league without right. having tested him, for right. sure. But I just, I know Doug Flutie's a fan of the podcast, so I just don't want him to hear this and um, just get so upset.
0: Right, and, and Doug, again, I'm sorry for singing. Flutie uh, loves the dollop. I'm sorry for singing. We have short shorts uh, so many times yeah. to you. Um,
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: uh, but it didn't really matter to Donald, because what he got from the entire uh, USFL fiasco was publicity. Quote, before the USFL, I was well-known, but not really well-known after taxes, I would say I lost $3 million and I got a billion dollars of free publicity.
1: How is it that, I, seriously, like, how is it that, is it just that he's, he's just great at spinning failure, essentially? Because the USFL is a, a disaster.
0: But it did get him tons of attention. Right, right. So he's right. Right. If your goal isn't to be a developer hiding in the shadows, and right. your goal is to have your name out in front of everything, then right. whatever gets your name out works. Right.
1: Those are always good people.
0: Um, Between that and the ice rink in New York City, Donald's becoming a very big name. Central Park had an ice rink that had been under repair for six years.
1: Okay. (laughs) How hard is it to fuck? Isn't it just pouring water when it's cold?
0: There's a fucking special. I think there's a 30 for 30 about the ice rink. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. So it's an ongoing disaster. Uh, The rink became a symbol. Symbol of dysfunction of city government and disrepair of the city. Total shit show. So Donald says he can have it done in no time. Okay. He's basically sticking a knife in Mayor Koch, who he fought with often, um, and constantly they were bickering. Um, and he said he'd get it done fast, and that would be the reward. Um, so Koch co- 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 I always want to call Koch, co- 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 because co- their name is the same, but uh, Koch. Koch. Right. Koch. Koch called Donald greedy. Donald called Koch incompetent. Koch called Donald the piggy. And Donald <laughs> called Koch a moron. Like, it just went on for fucking endlessly. <laughs> Piggy's pretty good. He called him a piggy, piggy, piggy at one point. <clears throat> a so, piggy, piggy, piggy? Yeah. Wow. On and on it goes. With the rank, Donald made it seem like he was doing some big civic duty, and he did it, and the city loved him for it. And now Donald Trump is flying high. But
2: isn't it? I'm. So, how hard? Doesn't nature
1: take care of everything? No, no. You I just mean need to make a pool.
0: You, no, you have to have a base for that. You don't just have a pool. Like it has to be even, and so it has to be properly, you know, constructed on the bottom. It's a pool, right. but it has to be a, <laughs> a very, a very, you know. First of all, freezing it's a difficult way. The way you do it, how you okay you know, do that, but also like. It has to be a smooth surface. Smooth surface, even, I get. Smooth surface, I get. Because the first time they tried to do it, was like like sure. s- six fucking feet lower on one sure. end or something. So it, it can be a shit show. Okay. It's also outside. It's not like an indoor rink. It's a little bit harder. I,
1: look,
0: I, know, I don't look, know. Look, you're from Wisconsin. You don't uh, know what's happening. It's right
1: just now. like uh, you know. It's natural. They just happen <laughs> everywhere. I certainly was raised to believe that rinks just emerge.
0: Well, you pour beer on the no.
1: Yeah, beer skate.
0: His book, Art of the Deal, sold uh, 800,000 copies in 10 weeks. General Motors agreed to crank out a line of limos called the Trump Series, uh, which Donald pitched and they went with, and then he had them refitted at a garage owned by two felons.
2: <laughs> Say that again.
0: The GM was like, he was like, we want to make a luxury Let's, let's do a Trump pump. Series, right? right? And tr- that's Trump's pitch. And they were like, yeah, we'll make a Trump Series. And then the idea was that he would take them and, and fit them up and retrofit them or whatever and right. put Trump all over them and then sell them. Right? It's right. a Trump car. Right, <laughs> And of course, he had it done at a garage owned by two felons. <laughs> Donald bought an airline and named it the Trump Shuttle. He had a powerboat <laughs> race called the Trump Castle World Championships that only resulted in one death. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he started a bike race called the Tour de Trump. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Should we split this into two? What time are we at? Oh. 36. Oh yeah. 36. Yeah, we'll do two. So let me get, let me hit a point where I'll, I'll do it up until. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So life is going well at the I can't family's look, by place. By
1: the way, I'm shocked it's an hour 36 already.
0: It's crazy. Life is going well at the family's place at Trump Tower, right? They've moved into the penthouse. They got that triplex situation. Sure. Um, it's a 53-room triplex with a rooftop park.
1: Is is that the is the best place to put a park on a roof?
0: It is for me. Okay. The hey, pe- your
1: kid fell off the <laughs> slide and he's dead. <laughs>
0: there yeah. you go. Hey. The penthouse's entrance corridor uh, is covered in gold and mirrors. It was beautiful inside. Lots of gold and mirrors and mirrored walls and mirrored ceilings and gold. <laughs> the living room had twenty-nine foot high ceilings and an erupting fountain. The dining an room. An erupting
2: fountain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the lava! Run, everybody! Run!
0: The dining room, uh, two stories, and featured uh, carved ivory, and there's uh, marble from a castle, quote, castle in Italy, and a chandelier that hung, quote, in a castle in Austria. So they have a normal life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, everything seems fine. I think we all grew up with uh, exploding fountains and a gold mirror.
0: Ivana said the king of pop, Michael Jackson, often visited the family when he lived in Trump Tower. Quote, he'd stop by and chat with Donald and me for 20 minutes, and then he'd go up to the kids' floor to hang out with them for hours and hours.
1: I think we found our break point.
0: They'd watch MTV play Mario Brothers or Tetris and build Trump Tower in Legos. Michael was 30, 30 years old. He could relate to Ivanka and the boys better than us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Uh, Is here?
1: I just can't imagine talking to Michael Jackson for 20 minutes. It oh just Christ. seems like it would
0: be insane. The fucking shit show. Like there, I, mean, I, just... I I it, Yeah. What pajamas are you wearing Is the first
2: So um, And what's your favorite Kind of pillow <laughs> Okay Do you want to know My favorite kind of pillow
0: That's no. him talking to no. Donald
2: <laughs> So Donald Do you want to know My favorite Yeah but vegetable? you know what
0: Because you know what Trump's favorite kind of pillow is Huh. The Trump pillow
2: Trump pillow Hmm. Bubbles the Trump pillow Okay I gotta go You know what my favorite Kind of sock is Do
0: mm.
2: you ever want to go To the park and fly a kite No I'm 32
0: I know I know you are. Want to
2: play with slime? No. We should take nappies. No. Let's go play, splash each other. No. Get a bucket and we'll splash each other. No. Ha <laughs> ha. No. <laughs> we're splashing each other. No, we're, we're not. We're splashing each other. No. Get out of here. Say we're nine. Get. We're, we're nine? We're never going to get old. Don't touch me. We're going to live forever. No, we're not. Yeah. I know a place. No. They got golden waterfalls. I... You like that, don't you? Yeah. Ya? Get on there, get yourself a nice coke. Can I buy this? Shower. How much is this? What? $50 million. What?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh. Have a sip of this Coke. There's wine inside. In 1986, it's called Jesus Juice.
0: In 1986, there was a high-end uh, Bulgari jewelry store in New York? Bulgari. Bulgari. I think that's still a chain, right?
1: I'm familiar with it, yeah. but I would not be surprised if the pronunciation was wrong.
0: Donald would go into the store with a woman, hopefully his wife, probably not. Great. And he would buy her an expensive necklace. Sure. Usually this transaction would include the New York City tax and the state uh, sales tax. Sure. But Donald would ask the store to ship the jewelry to an out-of-state location where no New York sales tax could be collected.
1: That's a fun experience for someone to go into a jewelry store and find out in six weeks you can go collect it out-of-state.
0: The store would then just send an empty jewelry box to the location, and Donald would walk out the door with the jewelry. Wow. The New York, uh, sorry, the state and city tax collectors eventually caught on, and Donald testified against the people at the jewelry store. Oh, my
1: God. Jesus. Aaron, look at Aaron. (laughs) Aaron's getting hurt over there. (laughs) Aaron's Aaron's head dropped into his hand. He didn't know we were looking either. (laughs) That was a genuine reaction.
0: Apparently, a ton of rich people were doing this okay. at the jewelry store. Okay. Around this time, Don's connection to the mob and bad boy lawyer Roy Cohn was de, uh, <clears throat> So, his connection to the mob, right? Roy right. Cohn. He is disbarred for attempting to steal from a client lying and other conduct that an appellate court found, quote, particularly reprehensible. Okay. Donald was there for him. He testified that Cohn, who was dying from AIDS, was a man of good character and should keep his license to practice law. Okay, that's nice. Even though he's totally mobbed up. Right now, he's got his casinos, and mobster Robert Libuti becomes a frequent customer. Okay, at Donald's casinos, he's a horse dealer, and he hey, has you sc- guys need heroin? <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> no, no, nah, 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 not that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Actual horse. What do you guys need, huh?
1: <laughs> Little Molly? What are you ponies after, huh? What does an equine take to relax is my question.
0: So he has close ties to the Gambino uh, crime boss, John Gotti. Sure. And Donald bends over backwards for this mobster, no matter how horrific his behavior. And he was very well known for his temper tantrums. Okay. <laughs> that's a good place to end. Come I back think next that's, that Next works. week. Yeah. All right, yeah. Or we'll do it, we'll just do it back to back. We'll finish it tonight, but we'll Yeah, because the it. second okay. half is where it gets fucking insane. Oh, I'm sure Starting
1: everybody here. likes to hear that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tune in next week for more about the sitting president.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at ACME. canberra november 17th brisbane november 18th and then i will be in uh sydney on november 24th go to gareth for tickets Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson